everybody, welcome back to This Is Gonna Hurt, a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We are back again! Okay. Yeah. We are a uh, live action. That's not really true. What is it? What's it called? Real play? play? Real play. play. We are a real play D&D podcast. We're five guys from Long Island who play D&D. That's who we are. We are a food chain. I am Owen. I'm the DM. Joining me at the table, we have... You got Alex. Craig. Jeremy. Steve. I love how some of you try to to figure out a creative way to say your name, and then you just resolve to just... Say your name. <laughs> I just Jeremy. <laughs> There's like a pause. It's like, oh, am I gonna, can I be funny? Can I think of something? Nope, Steve. <laughs> Sorry. Usually Steve in. So well, I'm Steve because I'm wearing a Captain America shirt. Gotcha. Uh, the Rogers. Oh. Okay. Before I give a quick recap about what happened last time, I just want to turn it over to Steve real quick so he can fill y'all in on important news things. We don't have any news things. Whoa! Good. But we have like other things. Yeah, tell, tell yeah. the people what they All need right. to know. Um, we post sometimes on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook every once in a while. Our handles are gonna hurt D&D. We also have a website. This is gonna hurt D&D.com. And on there, you can find our Amazon store, our Spreadshirt store. You can email us directly. There's a link to our Patreon, a link to the podcast itself. If you don't know where else to find it, I don't know how you got here, but welcome. There's not a link to iTunes, but... If you go to iTunes store, you can also give us reviews there, and um, that's super helpful. Craig has his hand up. Um, just letting everybody know that, I mean, we are on Podbean, and people who comment there, I check from time to time. Sorry we don't see them that frequently, Yeah, <laughs> but thank you. We keep yeah. meaning to do... Um, <laughs> We're going to do a, a mailbag mail. at some point. We're Eventually. not going to say when, because our follow-through is horrible. Well, at least mine is. <laughs> so, it, it, it is 100%. <laughs> that's a truth bomb. But we'll, yeah. we'll do a um, mailbag. But that's, yeah, I think that's everything I got. Those are dice. Awesome sauce. i also like to point out, Brimley is now a father, because it's been a month. Oh, wow. You don't know that. You don't know that. I'm hopeful. Don't you, take it away from me. You don't Man. know that. Okay, so last time on... Dragon Ball Z. This is going to, I wish. that? Last time me on... Too. Guys, oh my God. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> it's got gummy bears. I don't care if it's a gummy bear! Stop! <laughs> so, last time on This Is Gonna Hurt, the Goblin Splooshers and Emmett, who was joining them, and Perfidulo Cronita, or whatever funny name we could come up with, fill in the blank, uh, and his pal, uh, yeah. Gopher, hey, I mean, Gopher, um, they joined the Goblin Splooshers as they journeyed toward Nurzvit. And they're going there for a few different reasons. One, they're journeying there because apparently the Temple of Earth, which will lead to the elemental plane of Earth, the entrance perhaps is in Nursebit. Two, Dira Haytham, a longtime crush of Windar Cathesis, is being challenged for her position uh, as a member of the Twelve Hands of the Monarchy. And so they're going to, I don't know, support her or something. And... Last but not least, I don't even know why <laughs> there is a, a tournament uh, dedicated to celebrating the monarch and they went there to go watch and found out that their entrance fee had already been paid for and the prize money is like 200,000 golden monarchs and so they would be foolish not to try their best. Yeah, so when last we left off, they were in a meeting hall where they met where they saw most of the other teams that were competing. They saw evokers from the school of evocation. In Var Elk, they saw a group that they never encountered before who wore all uh, metal. What was their name? 
And you don't know yet. Oh, okay. And another group, which were uh, one of them was kind of a jerk to Windar, a, a Arakra uh, guy who who kind of seemed to be poking and prodding Windar a bit. Uh, just but, wanted but to other shake his hand. Weren't as uh, standoffish to the group. And just as we were about to close, the door swung open, and another team walked in, and it was a bunch of soldiers in black being led by Duke Edgar Gray Grizzle. So what's going to happen this week? I don't know, but this is going to hurt. And, and also Lorthamore is there. <laughs> with Lord Lamar <laughs> and also Jeremy's playing two characters <laughs> yes uh, okay so the Goblin Spoochers I would love to ask you what you do but we are going to zoom out and zoom in on Strummels oh we are going to zoom in on the Goblin Spoochers Guild Hall oh where on fire after eight hours of labor, not bad. The shrine is built. <laughs> <laughs> and inspiration. And Stumra has given birth to a beautiful baby boy. What? Oh, I was so hoping you were going to say Beholder. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, you are not the father. What is it? The baby has pale blue skin, turquoise eyes, and curly red-orange hair. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I rolled for this child. I'm so sorry. This child is going to look awesome. I rolled rolled for for each aspect of the child to see which traits he got from who. That's so cool. I love this kid. Oh my gosh. This kid's going to look so cool when it's an adult. So, I think so. genetics. Yes. <laughs> well, it depends on how tall it winds up being. Because <laughs> that's still <laughs> we will see. Just turn that into a mohawk Yondu yeah. up in here. Oh Dude, my. he's gonna be awesome. So I don't know if you've thought about baby names. <sighs> no. You have about two minutes as I walk you through what is about to happen. So this is. In essence, the happiest day of Brimbley's life. He has a son with the woman he loves, with the woman he's going to marry. And they spend like a few hours together, just kind of just like sitting there, just admiring the beautiful thing that they've brought into the world. But there's often a counterbalance in the universe. And about three hours after your son is born, there is a scream that comes from outside the guilt. And a woman, someone you recognize as a patron, who comes, she's a local farmer who often comes to the guild at night, 
for a drink with her husband. Sasha runs in, hysterical, tears in her eyes, crying. And she just is pointing at the door and she passes out and collapses to the floor. Yeah. Wait, so am I like in the back yep. of the hall? Nope. You're you're like way back in there. you're in the you happen to be walking in the door as this happened because oh, yes, I, like, convenience. Saw it yeah, sure. Yeah, Brimley would uh spring into action. He, this is his guilt hall. He's got a family to defend. He wants to make sure nothing is amiss. He he picks up his orb and he runs to the door. Well he would have his orb, he always carries it. But yeah, he, he sprints to the door and he's to see what's going on. You hold that orb. So as you orb exit orb the doors of your guild hall, yeah, pass through the <coughs> pass through oh. the somewhat oh. circular uh, courtyard and exit the outer wall of the, the stables of the guild, you see these pikes of wood <clears throat> stuck in the ground as almost um, dark candles to mark the birth of your son. <gasps> Each stake has a head posted at the top. Whoa! And you recognize the head on the central post as the man from Stromals who had been held temporarily hostage by the angel of death. And to his left and right, you see the heads of what must be his wife and his children. Promise unfulfilled. Aw. Dang you. That's sad. I feel guilty right now. I so Brimley. I still remember what we promised him. Brimley, what do you name your son on the day of his birth? Okay. Um, his name is going to be Greno Sturmisto Oliward. What's the middle name? Sturmisto. Like Sturmra, but Sturmisto. Strumisto or Sturmisto? Sturmisto. So Guano Stumerster. That's his child. You monster. We have a bunch of kids' heads on pikes outside. Child death. So much child death in this country. I agree. Disproportionate amount of child death. Hashtag Korath cast bless. Little Grano. Little Grano. Yeah. All right. So Jay Leno. So with that, we will we will zoom out for the time being. Oh, wait. Uh, oh okay. I just want to say, um, Brimley would have called out to somebody to check on the fainted lady as she was walking out the door. Got so it. Just you know, somebody checking on her. With that, we will zoom out of the guild hall. We will zoom back in to Nurse Vit with you in the hall, surrounded by teams and Duke Edgar Grey Grizzle. What are those guys doing here? Wow. I guess they let anyone in. I mean, they let us in too. I'm um, I'm sorry. Do you do you know these these gentlemen? Uh, Perfectly, roll me a history check. While he's doing that, I have a question. Mm-hmm. I remember the the visions happening, but that was Windar of no, no, that was Korath of Edward Grey Grizzle. And no, no, Brimley had the vision of Edgar. Yeah. Okay, so Lorthamar has I don't think has ever seen these guys. Correct. You left right before, and I don't think Junta's even ever seen these guys. No, Junta saw Junta saw him at the met ball. him in person. Yeah, at the and, ball. Yeah, at the ball. Correct. Okay, yep. but Lord Mar has no idea who this guy is. History yeah. check. I rolled a Man, nine on crazy. that history check. Nine. You've got no idea who this guy is. Okay. 
So I stand I mean, by obviously the thing I said. wealthy, obviously right. holds himself with an heir, probably a lord of some kind. Yeah, that's the that's the guy from the uh, the party. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lorthamar, you weren't there. Um that's that's Grey Grizzle, the guy we were trying to track down. <laughs> we gotta go back and change gears. Windar points to Lorthmar, oh, uses his message, and he just points obviously, not like some stupid cryptic way. <laughs> what? Um, no, but I reject that. <laughs> All right, fine. Windar has been replaced by a body double. <laughs> no! <laughs> kill him! Kill him! Right. Windar starts stretching and he points Lord to Lorthmar's rapier like, you're going out of Um. Anyway. Who are you people? <laughs> he points to Lorthmar. Use your imagination. He says... He's in league with the organization that's against us. He's probably ahead. He's the duke around here. Oh, well then, uh, this matter has become more serious than I imagined. Yeah, it appears Nuts. this isn't. Yep. This might be a little bit more than Wait, just. what's that a message? Yeah, yeah. it's a message. Oh. He doesn't understand magic. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hey guys, I don't know how I got in here. <laughs> I'm here in the back of your mind. Rob, call who this? Who this? How do I get out? <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. Well, um, uh, so does anybody really know what's going to happen in this competition? Like, are we just fighting people? Um, or like, are we doing cool things? Or I, I understand it to be a series of tasks, but I could be mistaken. Beats me. Yeah, I mean, maybe we can ask. I mean, maybe we can ask the Duke. He, I mean, he, he seemed. Oh, this guy right here. Let me find out. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. Uh, oh, hello. I know. Um, hello. Duke. Literally, as you as you say that, like two members in black draw their blades. Immediately. Oh, oh. And then, and then, um, Nurs Vitsian guards who are there, they just like immediately, like, whoa, 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 hey, hey. And then just, and then the guys, they put their blades away. And then, jeez. I have no idea what just happened. I apologize. I was just trying to say hello. Hello, Duke. And <laughs> hello, hello. Uh, but we met at the, um, at the, the, at the, the ball in yeah, the strolls. Yes. 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 Yeah. Um, we're very surprised to see you here. We didn't, Think of yourself as the um, competition kind. Oh, I mean, person. of course I am. What man doesn't have a sense of competition? I agree. True. So have you uh, done this before? Actually, this is my first year sponsoring a team. Oh, all right. So you're not like actively me? Of course yourself. not. Of course not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have people that fight for me. Oh, have you been? Have you been here before though? Like, have you seen previous fights? Up to the tournaments, of course. Like I come every four years. Wow. So, so just curious, what what are we what are we actually doing in like the rounds? Are we fighting other teams, or are we like fighting monsters, or is there like feats of strength, or what? Ha, is it? Ha, the whole time he's just like bobbing his head. He's following. He's like, yeah, oh yeah, he's he's liking your your jibe, and uh, and he goes, oh, that's that's the beauty of it. Every every four years, it's it's a different tournament. Oh. Different events, different monsters, different things every four years. Got to keep the audience guessing. Interesting. I like it. A man just kind of like nudges him slightly. And you see a figure who kind of avoided your field of vision at first. Mm -hmm. And he's wearing quite literally a black robe. And he's got a black hood up, a black scarf that's covering most of his face up past his nose. But... Uh, roll me perception checks. Can I use the roll that I just did? Sure. It's a okay, then no. 
Oh, what? oh come on! Ooh, twenty. Sure, you can use it. Lewis just I can. He's a turn. Twenty. Right, cool. okay. Twenty-eight. So that means twenty-two. I rolled an eight. Whoop. Got it. Twenty-five for Junta and sixteen for Lorthmore. Oh, Lorthmore wasn't there for the blue light either. We have to fill him in on that. Okay. Yeah. So Maybe anybody it. that got higher than a thirteen Ooh. would notice that. Below the hood and above the scarf, the the little bit of skin that you can see is horribly scarred. And the eyes are like a dull, dead gray. With a 25, can I see into his soul? No. (laughs) (laughs) What did Lorthmar roll? 16. Junta rolled a 25. 16. And what did Korath and Windar roll? 22. 28. Okay, so for Windar and Korath, the eyes, they feel familiar Uh, to you. And so uh, you see him nudge idea. the Duke and he says, oh, well, it's, it was, it was a, it's been pleasant uh, catching up with you all. I, I, but good luck in the tournament. Uh, well, not too much luck, of course. I have to root for my own team, of course. But I, um, maybe, maybe perhaps we can, we can get a drink one of these nights and we can, we can um, learn about one another's adventures. Sounds good. Perhaps, yes. Can I roll a... I want to ch- win conspiracy when, check. Yeah, <laughs> when no wants to check his memory banks and see if he can remember any Camasserian. Uh The words. Yeah. Uh, sure. That'll just be intelligence, straight intelligence. Okay. Oh, please. Ah, uh, nine. Nope. Darn. Okay. Not a single word comes to mind. <laughs> Except like, poo poo. <laughs> Darn. That's appropriate. May I have a beer, please? <laughs> May I take your head, sir? May I take your head, sir? May I take your head, sir? Hey, look, SpongeBob's back. <laughs> we did! Yes. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Moment we'd of be, silence. Yes, we'd be remiss not to bring up the unfortunate truth that uh, Mr. Steven Hillenberg no longer with is oh, yeah. unfortunately yeah. passed away. Moment of silence? Moment of SpongeBob laughs. <laughs> so, so that with that, away? the Duke he he, okay. he turns away, and and the the robed figure follows after him so, and uh, exits the room. You're still surrounded by the evokers, the armored folk, the guy that um, was mean. Hawk was a part of. Did he tell you that his name was Hawk? Yeah, you yeah. think so, right? He's like, hey, I'm a hawk. I'm a that, big uh, wiener boy, yeah. essentially. That, that <laughs> hawk was a part of. Kept that PG. <laughs> and the King's Guard. So just guys in, in red armor with uh, gold fixings. Cool. I think that's it. I think that's everybody surrounding you. Uh, Perfidulo turns to the other guys. I'm very confused by you all. You know, Dukes, members of the Twelve, you don't seem very... Um, We're well-traveled. High class? Uh, well, we like to keep a, ro- a low profile. Low. I would say because I've I never you you're, you're surprising is all this is interesting fair when we have like you know a moment to just relax and maybe not get caught up in a tournament or to have some something weird happen we can explain some things just that, I think into, that'd be good because just yeah. from my experience with you guys you're not very people people I so. think we're pretty normal hey people like me. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a legend about him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a song about him. The one guy we ran into on the road wanted to kill you. So I mean, that's different. Wait, what happened? Yeah, he was my oh my cousin oh. found found us, and he um he apparently made some uh some uh changes mistakes. 
Um, I, I assume you made quick work of him. Oh yeah, yeah. Surprisingly so. Yeah, things yeah, got it was tense. pretty fast. Yeah. The DM agrees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, um, yes, I did, agree. Did Lorthmar and Emmett like formally meet? No, no, they've never met. Emmett's not with us right now in the no, hall. Okay, just making sure. Cool. So at some point, a, uh, a halfling attendant uh, comes over to you and says, um, "I could show you to your rooms if um, if if you so desire." Oh, sure. Yes, please. Oh, follow me right this way. Did we eat? Did we like have food? I'm going to say that kind of during this whole okay, thing, cool. you've been noshing on. Sure. Wait, but you didn't describe in detail. The- <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what, what did I eat? Tell what, me. Ner- what is a Nerzvit meal? Calories. <laughs> Just calories. Calories, oh, protein, fats, and carbohydrates. <laughs> what are the macros? <laughs> Tell me the macros. What is the uh, recommended nutrition <laughs> um, requirements for a Dragonborn? These are the things you ponder as you follow the halfway <laughs> yes. down a uh, stone hall. Because as you'll remember, you, you know, you're in a mountainous city. And you eventually find, uh, he leads you to your room. Oh, this, um, this is your room for the next uh, four days, as long as the competition is, is uh, occurring. You're, you're free to come and go, of course. But um, I will warn you, after the first couple of days, if you make it that long, uh, people, people tend to mob you in the streets a little bit because, uh, you know, you've, you've survived that long. So, um, survive. You mean like? Oh yeah, figure of speech. Figure of speech. All right, no fair, fair. Um, so, um, yeah, here's um, here, here's the room. Oh, um, can you can you tell us like what's gonna? Do you know anything that's gonna happen this go round uh, or? Uh, merely a, a humble servant. Uh, not not sure. Oh, what what's the description to see? Uh, halfling, small halfling. halfling. Okay. Yeah. A small halfling. Shaggy brown hair. Uh, regular. Size Shorter halfling. than Brimley. Forget. Yeah, around the same height. Different uh, proportions, though. You remind me of my one friend. You're uh, tiny. You only have one friend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yep. All right there, sirs. <laughs> um, uh, good day. Windarb, like, tosses, or, like, he hands oh. him a gold piece. Oh, 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 thank you. A whole gold. Yeah. You guys oh. are interesting. He has and, no concept of money. Uh, as you enter the room, you find kind of a circular room, and there's a hearth in the middle. A circular fireplace. There's a vent that comes up from the ceiling, like a chimney. And uh, there are couches. There are, are tables and, and cabinets and things with, you know, some sort of snacks that have been apparently prepared for your arrival. Surrounding the edge of... There are no windows. Surrounding the edge of uh, the walls, I should say, are multiple doors. There are seven doors in total. And you find that each one leads to kind of just a small little alcove that has a bed and a trunk at the foot of the bed for storing some things. You find that on all seven of those beds are these tunics that are two colored, that kind of uh, pattering where the, you know, the top right and the bottom left corner are the same color. And then the like checkered, this is a way to describe it, I guess, but just uh, green and red. And there's a golden insignia on the left breast pocket, and it's a, a G and an S. Cool. Kind of a a the exact symbol oh. that hangs above your guild hall archway, and that is unsettling. Are we wearing motley? What? Oh, like. Well, it's not. It's not checkered board. It's it's. These and these. Oh, okay. Yeah. Inc- okay. Big. And big you find that squares. there are tunics that go can go over what you're currently wearing. There is an extra, extra large one for Korath. 
There is a Man. small one that was apparently designed for Brimley. That is what you find. Do with that as you will. Is there one that fits Orthomar? There is. Yes, most of them are. Most of the medium ones are are made in such a way okay. that they would fit multiple uh, forms. One had to. I wonder if Iko had something to do with this. I hope not. Quat's gonna wear his like hanging fr- like you. You guys know fr- like from. Uh, it's gonna he's gonna fold it so it's just the two colors and the insignia. Mm-hmm. You, you know like that like little sash that Cull Obsidian uh, had in, uh, Ven- in Avengers. It's on his like hip. I don't know who that is. Ooh. The big guy with the axe hammer thing. From the funny guy. The- yes. For- yeah. Yeah, that's how Korath's going to wear it. Got it. Window joins you in that because that looks cool. Yeah. Hey, oh, show man. me how to do that, please. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you fold it this way and then that way. In excruciating and then you detail. tuck it in. <laughs> oh. It's been tucked. <laughs> Window tucks it in. <laughs> so, uh, what, cool. what time of day are we, are we at right now? Like, it's dusk? roughly evening. Roughly evening. Day. Sun's going down. Not that you can tell from your room. No and windows. The, and we understand, you know what? Um, so the tournament starts tomorrow then? I believe so, yes. Cool. Yes. All right, then um, probably should get a good night's rest. Was um, was there a place where we put our horses up for now? Mm-hmm. At the entrance of the city. How far Your was carriage that? and... Um, Pretty far. It took you like an hour to get there from where you're at? No. Not. It's actually not because you zigzag. So if you'll remember... When you enter the gates of the city, you end up in the mountain. Yeah. And then you took kind of like an upward tunnel that puts you out onto a terrace. Okay. And then you went back into the mountain, and then you took another upward tunnel that got you up onto the next terrace, and you're on the uh, essentially the second terrace up from ground level. You know there is one more up from there. You're not at the top yet, but that's where the arena is located. Got it. So you're actually within a mile. It's actually kind of below you. Okay, cool. Korath's just gonna just say like, "Night, Trevor." Good night, sir. <laughs> I was just talking to my horse. That's oh, Lorthamar. That's fine. Trevor, he's got wings now. Oh. Um. Okay. I I remember him last as a a seahorse. I recall. Yeah. You know. Wait. Wait. Did you ever even see Trevor as as like a horse horse? I'm uh I'm not sure. Can you give him wings when he's a seahorse? What would I be the don't pur- think so. What would be the purpose? Why not? There's a lot of weird things that are in nature. <laughs> well, I mean, from my notes, <laughs> sea animals don't need wings because they're in the ocean. No, I don't. Fly. I know that. They have, they look, have I have a page wing, on it right they have here. Like fins. They're like the wings of the sea. I did like that you had to refer to your notes for that, just to like. <laughs> Sorry. Is Gopher in the room? Ah. Uh. Yeah, what's up, boss? I'm so, here for I mean, Gopher. Would, uh, would doff his armor. Oh, let me get that for you, sir. To, oh, of to course. Gopher yeah, start yeah. shining oh. for the tournament tomorrow. Oh, I'll get this nice and shine for yeah. you because you're my boss. What? And you're a cool guy. And then he would uh, get ready for bed. Uh, boss, is it okay if I sleep tonight or should I keep going all through the night? <laughs> I think just a perfunctory wipe would be fine, Gopher. Oh, okay. Wait, you sometimes allow him to not sleep in order to polish your armor? No, sometimes I, I, I request it because I just want to make sure my master is well taken care of. I, I didn't know the first time and I woke up and he was still polishing. Your, your relationship with each other is very bizarre to me. Well, because he, he said to sharpen the sword and I didn't know if I got it sharp enough because we couldn't really test it out. So I just kind of kept going. <laughs> 
Gopher, hold on a sec. Gopher, remember that talk we had? That's a Sometimes you gotta be a man. <laughs> Windar uses okay. prestidigitation to clean the armor. <laughs> wow! Man. What am I supposed to do now? Um, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands? Sleep. You, you know? removed his purpose for life. He's gonna have an existential crisis. No, he's gonna. Okay. Be his own he's gonna go person. into the into Still. the bed chamber that mm-hmm. Perfidulo has apparently chosen <laughs> and throw a like a like his burlap sack on the ground oh and just God. lay on the ground next to the bed. I was very concerned he was what? going to crawl underneath <laughs> the bed and then just like go to sleep with his feet sticking out the end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, Perfidulo goes to sleep. He wants to be ready for the tournament tomorrow. Okay. Uh, yeah, Korath will. Wait a second. <coughs> Wait just un momento. What time was it roughly? Nice. Like, uh, sun's going down. Mm. Oh, well, that's gonna get something to eat. There are like, things in the main chamber. There's like snacks. Mm-hmm. You said. All right. Yeah, he's gonna grab something to eat and just various like, pastries, a few meat pies. Hang out. Nothing the left by the um, the hearth to stay warm. Um, since we're since we're going to bed, I'm gonna I'm gonna send a message to Brimbley. Do you guys want me to tell him anything? Oh yeah, tell him that the Duke is here. That's um. And Lord Thamar's here. And Lord Thamar. You you mean the gnome? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Brimley, him and uh, you remember Stumra, the yes. the woman that that followed us back from the uh, the plane of Earth. Oh uh, yes. No. Wind. And wind. It wind. Air. Yes. Air. Air. <laughs> Come you on, know, man. there's wind in the air. Right, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir, I remember. Cora. Uh, None gets burned. They are getting married. You knew that. I knew that. And he's a father. Yeah, and he's going to have well, a baby. You don't, you don't know that. Well, he's going to have a baby. He's, fa- he's going to be a father. You also knew that. Oh, wait, did we talk about this last time? They told yes. you last time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I just like, when, when the Duke walked in, just everything that's, was like, oh, that's, whoosh. That's okay. <laughs> I, hey, um. What happened to t- your Tortle. thing? Tortle, what is your name? Oh, uh, Junta. Yes, uh, Junta. Uh, tell, tell Brimley I, I um, send my regards. Wow. You got it. Um, <laughs> Lothmar, do you, do you mind if we take a stroll so I can fill you in on what's been going on? Um, sure. Let's go. All right. Um, what are you guys gonna do? Anybody else? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to my room and send him a message. No. Um, I'm just uh, perfu- perfidulo. You, do you do you want to send a message to Bribley even though you never met him? I I think I'm okay. I'm gonna you go sure? back to sleep now. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, though. Um. No. No problem. Um, I am going to, yeah, I'm gonna just do divine sense, see if there's anything evil or good mm. around here in this okay. room. Yeah. How far, how, how far does that go for? 60 feet. Mm. You don't sense Anything that is not be that is not behind total cover, so I definitely wouldn't. You don't see anything, nothing, nothing pings in your mind. Okay, that's so. Lorthamar and Window go up, and we'll say they 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 catch up, and he fills Lorthamar in on on the more important details. Uh, Junta, would you like to send that message? Um. So I'm I'm gonna cast. I'm sending. You're just saying that in your room. <laughs> just talking to myself <laughs> yeah. in his room. Uh, so um, 
Okay, uh, so I'm just gonna use this stone because it's right here. Um, hey, Brimbley, it's Junta. Uh, just wanted to say hi. We made it here safely, and Lorthmar's here. Hope you're okay. That's it. That's it. So, has the stuff that happened earlier happened yet? Yep. Today. Okay. Ah, uh, hi, Junta. I had a boy. Somebody left heads on pikes outside the guild. <laughs> it's been rough. Good luck <laughs> with the tournament. That's it. Boy. Um. Coral. Junta, did you get stuck on your back again? Junta. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I got Oh, oh, you're okay. No, you're not. You're not supposed to bring that up again. I. Oh, I know, that was but. That's the funniest thing you've ever said in your entire life. You broke me. I wasn't expecting that. Thank you, I needed that. <laughs> My throat hurts so much now, though. Okay. Worth it. Okay, go. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> no, I'm not stuck on my back. It, I mean, this wait, is worse. Wait, I, you said that was the worst thing that ever happened to okay, you. Okay, but this is worse. What happened? Well, first of all, Broom, we had a boy. That's good. Oh, that's good news. Yeah. Um, wait, but oh no, I didn't finish the I didn't finish the cub sled. Well, that that's a whole nother problem. But he said there's pikes on heads. I mean, heads on pikes. <laughs> I think he said heads on pikes. I may have mixed that up. Those are both. Those are both in bad. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I could I could try to send him again, but that I don't know whose heads are on pikes. But he said they're outside oh, the guild hall. Well, send send it again. Okay. Wait here. I'm going to hand Junta my Pearl of Power. Why? Because I, I need another attunement slot anyway, so I can't use this anymore. Oh. What does this do? If you concentrate on it, you can restore a... Um, like, if, if you were to gauge, like, spells, magic powers, like, that would be, like, you can get back, like, a level three with that. Um, okay. Once a day. Once a day. As an action, mm-hmm. as a something. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sounds uh, sounds cool. Um, if I were to know that I can only attune to three items, this would be the third one. So we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, okay. um, that's cool. I can uh, metagame pigeon. So I, I used I used the stone that Brimbley gave me, but uh, I can actually use a spell to to talk to him. So. Um, what do you, what should I respond with? I mean, that's pretty, pretty heavy. I mean, tell him I'm sorry that I didn't complete the sled. I feel personally responsible. And then we should find out who, whose head those, uh, whose heads are on those pikes. Okay. Brimbadulo! Yes? Brimby had a boy. Do you want to say anything about it? Congratulations. Okay. And there are, there are heads on pikes. Did you hear about that too? I, you heard the walls. They woke you up. Okay. They're, they're not here though, right? No, they're at our guild hall. I'm going back to bed. Um, so no comment on this? N- no. Okay. All right. Gopher, what about you? 
Yes. He sleeps through everything. Um, little gopher. I'm not going to wait for, for uh, Lorthmar and, and Windar. I'll just respond. Or, no. So, I just get that. Okay. So um, I cast sending. I say, Brimbley, um, I, c- congratulations from Korath. And whose heads are they? There, there was a guy held hostage by the angel of death. So it's him and his family and some other people who I don't know at the moment. We're still pulling them down. Um, so he said that there was a guy held hostage in Stromholtz by this angel of death thing, and, um, it's his head and probably his family's. You remember now? Oh when my. he says families, you remember? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was, that was like a month and a half slash nine and a half months ago. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. I still don't know. I, I wasn't there for that, I guess. Nope. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's really sad. Um, a kind of a damper to the day. To be honest, but uh, I'm I'm gonna go to sleep now. I'm gonna try to sleep. Yep. Oh, I forgot to tell him about the cub sled. Oh well, we'll do it tomorrow. It's okay. I want to surprise him with a really nice one. Okay. <laughs> he probably forgot about it anyway. No, I don't think so. I mean, it's a really big deal. Like you can't. You're not supposed to have a child without a cub sled. It's like big. Okay. Really big. Just, like I just, I just don't remember like 100%. That's the sled that the baby itself pulls, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. How is the baby going to develop its leg muscles if it's not dragging a sled around? <laughs> it's roughly at this point that Lorthamar and Windar return. Korad's just explaining the, the practicalities and necessities of a baby sled. <laughs> so, yeah, then the blue light just took us back here, apparently, and... It's been pretty crazy. Oh, that does sound uh, exciting. Yep. I mean, this is kind of cool. And he like, <laughs> he doesn't get masked though. Right. So, I mean, well. this is cool. It's strange. It's another thing that talks to me, but whatever. And he undoes it. So, yeah. And he opens the door. And what by does- the way, when you said another thing that talks to me, you just hear a woman's chuckle in your ear. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, at least she's darn. <laughs> uh, Window, just just be careful. You may lose touch with reality with all these. Oh no! Voices that happened already. <laughs> yeah, like I I met I met the guy in my sword oh. when I when this happened. So it's again, it's been a wild ride. <clears throat> okay. Goes inside. Is everyone asleep, or is it like when everyone's about to turn in? I would be. No, no. They walk in like just oh. as you guys are finishing up your like scene. Oh, okay. <clears throat> oh my gosh, you're back. We um we contacted Brimley. Uh, apparently something happened at the guild hall. What do you mean something happened? Uh, well, first of all, Brimley had a boy. That happened. Yeah. See, it, it told you it could happen. Congratulations for him. Yeah, and then um, he said there are heads on pikes. <laughs> what? Yeah, apparently that guy that we uh, saved from the angel of uh, death, his head was on one of the pikes, and uh, apparently his family. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nope. <laughs> that's, oh dear. That's, uh, that's heavy. Sorry, all I can remember is like the way we attacked that house was ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> and to like 
for what? <laughs> this dude like had a horrible go. <laughs> um, I feel terrible. Yeah, that is uh, unfortunate. Well, I'm going to use this sadness to beat the hell out of that hawk because guys, a jerk. Is that a metaphor? No, that bird. Oh, yes, the, yes, yes. Yeah. Got it. I, I just went to shake his hand or fist bump him. And he just flipped me off. Yeah, he was a jerk. I'm going to get him. We're going to get him. <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry, guys. Are you planning on turning in for the night? <laughs> no, I'm going to play my uh, viol now. <laughs> I, <laughs> and he just like plucks a chord. <laughs> are there just, any other rooms? <laughs> I'm just we, stuff your ears with like a cotton or something. Don't worry. We're going to, I'm going to bed. Just, we stuffed our faces and talked. Yeah. All right. Lothmar heads to bed. Junta heads to bed. Yeah. Korath goes to bed. Thank you. Before Window goes to sleep, he's like singing a little tune. I don't know what it is. He's like just singing. And it's like, it's not going to have any kind of effect, but it's like when you go to uh, go. Damn, it's like Song of Rest. Yeah, that's it. I forgot. I haven't used, it, I haven't used it in a long time just to like pump us up for tomorrow. <laughs> all right. So you all fall asleep. Do me a favor. Everybody roll a D20. Oh, no. Blue is is gentle because he's a twelve. Oh no! And add your constitution modifiers to it. Whoa, two elevens. Oh. Sweet constitution modifier or saving throw. How close modifier. are people to me? Mine bounced off of a mini. Can Not I saving roll throw again. Oh, okay. Sure. What are your numbers? Nineteen. Twelve. Fifteen for Junta. Sixteen for Lorthamar. Seventeen. Good to know. So you wake up to a, um, um, excuse me, sirs, I just sent to make sure you're uh, awake. Uh, Perfect Dulo yes. is already awake at this point. Putting his armor on. Putting his armor on yes. uh, because he was the first to go to bed and he, he rose first. Well, go for helping. Well, and so well, you, you hear this. Lorthamar only sleeps for four hours. Oh, that's true. Uh, Lorthamar, when you came out to do that, Lorthamar was out just sitting chilling. on a couch. <laughs> just cool. sitting on a couch. Perfect will just like give him a head nod and then keep getting ready for the day. And so you hear this knocking, just making sure you're you're awake, sirs. I, I was told to to bring you to to where you're supposed to be. What 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 what? We'll be uh, we'll be right out. Uh, okay. Um, so well, I, I uh, <laughs> so I go and rouse everyone and say, um, the day has begun, gentlemen. Let's let's go. Korath puts on his armor. Windar pops his eyes open. Let's go. Ready. Just stretches out of his shell. That will never cease to amuse me or amaze me. Both. Once up, it just makes my day better. <laughs> okay. Once Perfidil puts on his armor, he would go eat some breakfast because he's the best way to start off the day. And then he's ready to go. Thanks, Tony the Tiger. Okay, so about how many minutes is it before you actually open the door? Um, I mean, once I wake everybody up as Lorthamar, Lorthamar will go open the door. Okay, so you see uh, the same... Halfling from the day before, wearing slightly nicer clothes, kind of like a white shirt with some buttons and some good for him. Some some tan pants. He's wearing. He's actually wearing around his waist a sash that mimics uh, the green and red of your um, tunics. Ah, um, are you ready to head to the arena, good sirs? Are you our guide throughout the whole tournament? Uh, uh, yes, I've been paid by uh, Lord Adesar to uh, to take oh, care of you for awesome. the, the, your, to your time in the in, in the excellent. city. It's, Wait, it's nice so do you, did did Adesar send us these? Um, I I believe so, sir. I I carried them in. I I'm not exactly sure where they came from. Um, they were sent here. 
I'm Perfidulo. It's very nice to meet you. Oh, hi. Hey, I'm Merble. Merble? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. And he shakes his hand. And- huh. When when I like pats him on the shoulder and says, oh. "Good to meet you." Uh, yeah, you you as well. All right, Quarth gives him a high five. You notice that he is continually averting his gaze from Junta. Just will not look at Junta for very long. Just as a FYI, well, um, what is the racist. what is the uh, like? What what are we doing first? Where, where are we good to go now? Oh, uh, just follow me. I'm, I'm, I was sent to bring you to the arena when when you were ready. I believe we are ready to go. And oh. gentle, uh, hey, Merble, are you, are you a gnome? Oh, uh, hello. Um, and he's looking at your feet. Um, no, sir, I'm, I'm a halfling. Oh. He'll open his book and write that down. He's not a turtle. He's a different thing. He's called a turtle. Uh, oh, I understand, sir. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. This way? Yeah, let's, let's just head out. And so he leads you down uh, through a tunnel, which leads you to another tunnel, which leads you to another tunnel, and you, you realize that the tunnels are slowly rising, and you find yourselves, if you imagine a, a large stadium, with, I would say, a soccer field-size arena in the middle. Wow. Okay. Uh, you notice that within okay. that soccer field-size arena, there is a smaller, square, walled-off uh, area, kind of in the middle. You, there are, I don't know, maybe, maybe 30 rows of seats. So it's not like a full arena or the field is soccer sized, but the, the actual seats and things are, the actual seats aren't quite as, as, as enormous as an arena or a stadium or something like that. You realize that you've been led to basically what's kind of like a a top box. So there's this big, uh, like a wall that you can look over and you can look down into the tournament. Okay. You see that draped over your the walls are tapestries, which match the coloring of your tunics. Cool. And you notice that there are several other boxes people seem to be filing in. Actually, directly across from you, though, is the largest box, and it has fine gold trim, and there are these, you know, white silken sheets that just kind of drape around the sides, and there's candles along the wall, and you notice that it's filled with important-looking individuals. That's what you see from the distance that you're at. Can I... <clears throat> can I try and, like, take a closer look, see who's there? Sure. Because it's... They're, they're not incredibly <clears throat> far away. That's uh, you know, if you squint, you can... Make out maybe a detail or two, so you can roll a perception check. All right, it's an it's an impressive sight. She's so like, "Wow, it's a lot of pomp and circumstance for a tournament." Wow, what the what, bruv? Two hundred thousand gold piece prize. Uh, fifteen. With a fifteen, you see details of some familiar folk, which is why you're actually able to make out who they are. You actually see Count Ezra C. Tamer from Stromals and his wife. Cool. You see Duke Edgar Greygrizzle. Weird. You see Aegisar. Oh! Standing. Hi, Dad. <laughs> standing next to a rather impressive pair of, of chairs on the other side. So it's Aegisar, two chairs with individuals in them, which I'll describe in a moment. And then flanking the other side. Uh, you can't really make out the details on this guy because you you don't think you've ever met him before. But you see, to Aegisar's kind of white getup, he's got a very black getup. The people in the chairs are very blonde. And although you can't quite make out the details on them, the skin color, the hair color matches 
Solus and Dira? Prince Callum. Oh. That you met way early on in your journey. Oh. Episode two. Do we cool. still have the um, Aegisar Sending Stone? Do I have that? Who had that? Who had that? One of us has it. We should, we should just say like hi to Aegisar. It's from across the state. How do you intend to do that? We have the Sending Stone. He's talking a character. Oh. Yeah, we have, uh, we, have, we have this, we have, um, you know that, you know that sending stone that Junta talked to Brimley with? I just heard noise. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like, it's, it's a rocky talkie. Um, it, um, yeah, it, it allows you to, uh, Like him. Yeah. Oh, Sometimes. I see. Um, but we have one that, uh, we got as, you, uh. Sorry, you have a direct line to Aegisar? Yep. Yeah. Who are you people? Good question. We're the goblin flushers. Uh, that's a good answer. Okay. You never cease to amaze. Yeah. Or we're surprising. Windar pulls out the sending stone and says to Aegisar. <laughs> are you are you watching him from across the, <laughs> the way? <laughs> so just some perspective, right? So if so you're maybe like you're like two hundred feet away from him. We're at the top seats of a soccer stadium. No, not a you're not a soccer stadium. The field is soccer field size. The actual the actual chairs only go up like thirty or so rows. Okay, how so many how many feet is that? Top box to top box. Top box to top five hundred feet. It might be closer to three hundred. Okay, so whatever whatever that distance is. I know I'm not good at estimating yeah. distance. So you're watching him from there. Oh, I'm not being creepy. <laughs> not that creepy. He turns around just to get away from the edges. And just Korath says, is looking though. <laughs> okay. Hi, Ajasar. Thank you for everything so far. This is great. Hope we don't disappoint. Uh, is anybody is anybody watching Ajasar? Oh, I'm below with 100 be watching. Okay, so you actually see him turn, say something, and then you see Prince Callum actually run to the edge of his box and just from across the way <laughs> wave to you. <clears throat> and Aegisar doesn't actually respond verbally because he's apparently on guard duty. Mm-hmm. And so Callan waves to you and then he runs back to Aegisar and he says, oh, hi, it's, it's, it's me, the uh, prince, uh, Callum. Um, good, good luck in the tournament. I'm rooting for you. And that's it. Only when what do you say? Window no, like turns no, no, everybody, around. Everybody would oh. hear that. Cause it comes from the, it comes from the rock. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Whoa. The prince. Oh yeah, yeah. We uh, when we first came to Troon, we uh, we we ran into him. Okay, it's a long yeah, story. He's, uh, he's grown quite a bit. Indeed, sounds yeah, like he's doing well. Yeah, I think it's been like two years. He's gone through puberty, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a that, almost three years. He's a young teenage boy now. Two and a half he, years. Oh, he definitely pulled a cub sled, don't you well, think? He's, a, he's, a, he's like maybe like sixteen now, actually. I think he was like 13 years old when he first met him. So he's like 15, 16. Oh, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. That was a high-pitched voice for a 16-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> haven't dropped I'll yet. Throw, throw some cracking in there. That's his panicky. This is real life. And I uh, <laughs> Whoa! Set of acorns on you, Mister. And so, uh, Merble, Merble, he, you know, he brings you things that you might need, and, he, and he's as you once you're there, he, he can make sure that you know the ale is is stocked, and he's bringing in the snacks, and you see that civilians are beginning to pile in to the the seats, and they're filling the seats, and, and from a distance, you see the other 
uh, factions that right. you've, you've encountered so far. Uh, you do now notice the uh, Brotherhood of Vengeance and Team Liberty. They were not at the soiree, but you, you see people in their box. They are apparently here, just uh, too cool to show up to that thing. And, uh, and yeah, so I would say that from the time you actually arrive to when the event actually begins, it's probably about 45 minutes oh. of you just kind of hanging around. They're waiting for people to come in. And, and, and so basically at some point, the uh, lights, which kind of illuminate downward at the arena, begin to dim. And the whole crowd, there's just this hush. And then you hear music and it just begins to build and it begins to swell and the lights become colored and you see men and women fill the arena and put on basically an opening show. And there's actually a vague storyline to it. It's, it's this uh, almost like this adventurer, this warrior who is kind of like fighting their way through other warriors. So if you've seen the League of Legend <laughs> music video to rise, yeah. that is what I'm picturing in my head. So there's just this epic and, 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 and in the end he conquers his last foe and he raises a sword into the air. And then all of the people in a puff of green smoke vanish and the lights come on. And where the warrior was standing is a man who you personally have not seen, but some of your characters have, He's a man in these, these flowing green emerald robes, shining as if there are sequins sewn into every inch of it. His, his face is makeuped. His hair, which is green, you can see is three spikes that spiral around one another, Hunger Games style, up into the <laughs> air. And Albert Cuffleton who you recognize because you've, 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 you know who he is. You've heard about him, but you've never actually seen him before says, welcome one and all to the tournament of the monarch. And the crowd goes absolutely wild. And that's where we'll pick up next time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What a bar. I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't hear anything about a dome of sea creatures coming out of the center. <laughs> and, and the bubble ba The bubble ba That's right. The bubble ball. We did that already. <laughs> yeah, I thought we did. about it. Yeah, we did. We did. The, the music from that was with the Diane Flushman. We already did that. Oh, I actually thought of that yeah. and I was like, wait, we can't do that twice. Oh, yeah. So. All right, so thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you uh, enjoyed this. I hope you're hyped to see what happens in the tournament because I am certainly hyped for it to happen. Tune in next week, and we'll see how far these guys can make it in the tournament of the Monarch. Hopefully they can walk away with that 200,000 gold piece prize. All the way, all the way, all the way, all the way! <laughs> yeah. So... Check us out on the places where we've mentioned before. Cool. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Go check out our website. If you don't remember where those places are, go check the beginning of the episode and then listen to it again. Will Korath one-shot somebody? Will Windar hear voices? Can Jeremy play two characters? Let's find <laughs> out next time. On this is gonna hurt. On this is gonna hurt. Peace! Bye. We're perfect duo. Be named something else. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, we'd just like to take this moment to thank our patrons for bringing this episode to you. So thank you to Austin, Gage, JJ, Jordan, Justin, Kim, Nathan, Neil, Phil, and Trevor. Thank you guys for all your support and helping us to keep this podcast going. 